thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to His Hardline, and you are listening to 1% or less with him, and we are going to be doing a reading from Proverbs chapter 17. I am Jason, the co-host with God at the driver's seat, the captain's chair. He is the host with, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is Thursday, February 17th, and I hope everybody's having a wonderful week so far. We are going to get right into it. We are doing a reading from Proverbs chapter 17. And again, for those that are first-time listeners or listening to this for the first time, 1% of with him or 1% or less with him, the whole concept is we all have the same 1,440 minutes. 1% of that 1,440 minutes is 15 minutes. And all it takes is just that, to read your Bible and dig into the scriptures and engulf yourself and let your soul resonate with it and and just allow it to pour in, okay? 1% of your time in a day, I think everybody can set aside some time for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and read the word of God in the Bible, All right, let's get started. Chapter 17. Better is a dry morsel and quietness with it than a house full of feasting with strife. A servant who acts wisely will never, or excuse me, a servant who acts wisely will rule over a son who acts shamefully and will share in the inheritance among brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests hearts. An evildoer listens to wicked lips. A liar pays attention to the destructive tongue. He who mocks the poor taunts his maker. He who rejoices at calamity will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are the crown of the old men, and the glory of sons is their fathers. Excellent speech is not fitting for a fool, much less are lying lips to a prince. A bribe is a charm in the sight of its owner. Wherever he turns, he prospers. He who conceals a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates intimate friends. A rebuke goes deeper into one who has understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. A rebellious man seeks only evil, so a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Let a man meet a bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. He who returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like letting out water, so abandon the quarrel before it breaks out. He who justifies the wicked, and he who condemns the righteous, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Why is there a price in the hand of a fool to buy wisdom? when he has no sense. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man lacking in sense pledges, 
and becomes guarantor in the presence of his neighbor. He who loves transgression loves strife. He who raises his door seeks destruction. He who has a crooked mind finds no good, and he who is perverted in his language falls into evil. He who sires a fool does so to his sorrow, and the father of a fool has no joy. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man receives a bribe from the bosom to pervert the ways of justice. Wisdom is in the presence of the one who has understanding. But the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. It is also not good to find the righteous, nor to strike the noble for their righteousness. He who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. Now, this one strikes at me a little, a little differently today. It's not a very long chapter, but there are a few things here that are very interesting. One thing that I want to kind of point out here as I'm kind of going through here, excuse me while I look real quick. There's something here that struck me, and again, I'm reading out of the NSAB version Bible. It's out of the Founders Bible. It's an heirloom edition, and I try not to mark it up. In fact, I, it's not trying. I, I don't mark it up because it's such a beautiful Bible. However, one thing that I saw here, where is it? A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit drives up the bones. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit drives up the bones. Think about that for a minute. That's why it's so important that we protect our heart. There's often so many people out there that have hardened hearts because of people that may have wronged them bad experiences, getting screwed over one way or another, right? All negative experiences. And there's so many people out there that don't open their heart at all. And when you don't open your heart because of those negative, you know, circumstances and experiences, I don't believe you can really truly have a joyful heart. You may have good times and laugh, sure, we all can do that. But a truly joyful heart really is good medicine. I mean, there is so much profound truth in that. And then the next line, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. I think the two go hand in hand. If you don't have a joyful heart, not only will it be easy for your spirit to break, but maybe it's already broken to a degree to where maybe one more blow to it can just shatter it. When we have that broken spirit, 
when it talks about drying up the bones, I mean, it just really talks about just eating you from the inside out and destroying you little by little and killing you, really, literally killing you through stress and depression, anxiety, having fear about what's going to happen in the future. Having a joyful heart is very important, which is why that line strikes me very, 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 it strikes me very effectively because I feel like that line is ultimately one of the many reasons and lines that are in this book of why God pushed me after nine to 10 months of thinking about starting this platform for him, not for me. We need to soften in open hearts through his word, through the good news. God's promise is real. And I can tell you that for certainty because of the transformation that I have dealt with. God's promise is indeed real. And that's why it's so important to guard your heart. But it's also equally and more important to engulf yourself in the scriptures. So your heart not only softens and opens up, it allows you to let Christ through your invitation into your heart and through Christ in your heart allows you to get to God the Father. He's that bridge so that you can have everlasting life in his kingdom. Now, going a little bit further here, let's see. Another thing that I thought was very interesting that is so true. In verse, uh, what is it, 27 here. He who restrains his words has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. Now, what does that mean between verse 27 and 28 there? As I've always said, words are important which is why you had to be very careful in your choice of words. He who restrains his words has knowledge. What does that mean? If someone restrains their words, ultimately it means they understand the knowledge. They have the knowledge and the understanding and the comprehension of the true power of the word, not just God's word, but spoken word, the written word. Next line, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Kind of falls in line with the being slow to anger kind of uh, line that's somewhere here in Proverbs. He who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding, meaning the man who does not rush and rage to anger, but keeps a cool spirit. That man or woman understands that that's what evil wants. It wants us to lash out. It wants us to have a broken spirit. 
again, back to that verse 22, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. That's how it gets you. It gets to your heart first. And they know that if it gets to your heart and hardens your heart, then your spirit will get broken that much easier. And if your spirit gets broken, that means you're not going to have a cool spirit. It means that you're going to be quick to anger and rage and fury, and you're going to be quick to be just lose your marbles on somebody and have a short fuse. We can't do that. And in verse 28, even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. A person who can be the biggest idiot out there, excuse my language, but seriously, the biggest idiot. Even when that person, or man or woman, I should say, does not speak and stays silent, uneven matters he or she may not even understand or know anything about, because that individual is not speaking, it is perceived by others that they must know a lot about it. Now, is that the case? No. But again, it's the point that even a fool, when kept silent, is considered wise. So think about that next time when people are talking, whether if it's about other people or subjects that, you know, seem to be false in facts, whatever. Keep silent. Is it really worth getting into a heated argument and debate, especially if your heart's not guarded yet and not, you know, softened up? Find your joy. Dig into the scriptures. I promise you, you will not be, you will not be disappointed. I'm going to close this out with a closing prayer. And at 7 p.m., we're going to do a His Hardline discussion on returning to self-governance. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for this day and for our good health. And thank you for those that are here listening. I pray for their good health and their families. And I pray for their success and their abundance in food and, you know, warmth in their homes during cold winters. And I just pray that you grace those out there who pray to you and ask to guide them in their own life, as I ask you to guide me as well. I thank you for all that you do, not just for me, but on behalf of everybody who listens. In your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. And I'll see you here in about 45 minutes. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.